The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. Uvalde CISD responds after this video showing a trooper removing the mother of a shooting victim from a school. Austin Public Health keeping an eye out for a rare kind of strep as cases increase across the nation. We're watching storms to the northwest of us into this evening and how they could impact our weather for your Monday. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us on this Easter Sunday. I'm Mike Rush. The Uvalde School Superintendent is responding after a video surface showing a state trooper forcibly removing a Uvalde victim's mother from a school. The incident happened at Flores Elementary School Wednesday during a student walkout protesting gun violence. Body camera video shows Anna Rodriguez, mother of Rob Elementary shooting victim Maite Rodriguez, being removed from the school as she was trying to pick up her son so he could participate participate in the walkout. In a statement, the Uvalde CISD superintendent wrote that Rodriguez was trying to enter the school without checking in with the office. He wrote that in the aftermath of the shooting, everyone, quote, knows that the very first thing you must do upon entering any of our campuses is to check in at the office, get cleared and discuss your business or reasons for being there. Example, checking out your children. Everyone knows this, he said, end quote. The superintendent went on to say that this happened after decisions were made by both parties in the heat of the moment. A San Antonio state senator calls the troopers' actions disturbing and astounding. Well, in Washington state, the Senate there passed a bill that bans guns defined as assault weapons. The bill prohibits the sale, manufacture, and import of assault weapons in the state, but it does not ban the possession of an assault weapon, and it allows for ownership by law enforcement and military service members and an exception in cases of inheritance. Since the bill was amended in the state Senate, it has to return now to the House for further consideration. If the bill receives final passage, Washington will join nine other states and Washington, D.C. in banning assault weapons. With cases increasing nationally, Austin public health officials are on the lookout for any possible strikes or spikes rather in a rare kind of strep. Strep bacteria typically causes a sore throat and a fever. However, the CDC reported a surge in invasive group A strep cases began back in the fall with cases counting still elevated. Invasive strep can cause toxic shock syndrome and sepsis if untreated. So far, APH said Austin Travis County is in the clear from any significant increase. We are not um, seeing a uh, a lot of increase in cases here in Austin Travis County, um, but it, if, if there were a trend where we we're seeing more cases, it would be something that would be brought to the attention of our disease surveillance team here. For more on the treatment options for invasive strep and which annual shots officials say can lower your risk, head over to KXAN.com and click on this story. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Well, we had a little more sun than yesterday. Still not a lot, though, and still the clouds dominate our sky from our Whittlesea Landscape Supplies camera in southeast Austin. Looking toward downtown, you can see an abundance of clouds. But on a rare occasion, the blue sky will peek through. And we had enough sun today to warm us into the low 70s, which is where we are now. Even a few mid-70s in the mix. And this is quite a bit warmer than the low to mid-60s that we had here yesterday. Still a lot of clouds 
spots, a little sun, way more sun in the hill country than what we're getting in the metro and especially a very cloudy uh, section there in our eastern counties. There'll still be some more breaks in the clouds I expect as we head into this evening. With a transition then toward more of a partly cloudy sky for your evening, 70 at 7, 66 at 9, and 64 at 11 and staying dry for now. We're coming up in first warning weather. We'll show you the increased storm and rain chances for especially Monday, but also a little into Tuesday ahead of some briefly drier weather before potentially more rain as we get into next weekend. All right, Nick, we'll see you in a bit. Thank you, sir. Two expelled Tennessee lawmakers say they will work to get back in office. Former state representatives Justin Jones and Justin Pearson said on Meet the Press this morning they want to be reappointed and then elected back to their seats. Republican colleagues expelled the two for a protest on the House floor urging passage of a gun control measure after a shooting in Nashville that killed six people, including three young students. Pearson, who was recently elected, said this morning that he has never felt welcome. It has always been a toxic work environment to work in the Tennessee State Capitol. When you have people who make comments about hanging you on a tree and hanging black people on a tree as a form of capital punishment. GOP leaders said the expulsion actions used only a handful of times since the Civil War were necessary to avoid setting a precedent that lawmakers' disruptions of House proceedings through protest would be tolerated. Three people are dead, including a child, after a domestic incident in Orlando, Florida early this morning. The suspect was also shot dead. It started when officers were called to a home overnight. Officials heard gunshots from inside the house before a person walked out with a gun and shot at them. Officers shot back and killed the suspect. Inside the home, three people were found with gunshot wounds. Two adults died at the scene. The third victim, a child, died at the hospital. In California, one person is dead after a teenager in a stolen vehicle crashed with other drivers while trying to get away from the police. Officials said the driver, identified as a 13-year-old, was driving erratically and causing them to, uh, or was driving erratically in that area and then led officers on a brief chase. The team then plowed into an intersection, hitting two other vehicles and caused them to catch fire. Nearly a dozen people, including the driver and a three-year-old, were taken to the hospital for injuries. And then a, an adult woman died in that case. The 13-year-old was taken into custody and faces charges, including vehicular manslaughter. Well, yesterday was Romani International Day and also the Hamero Fest here in Austin. The festival is meant to celebrate Romani and Indian art and culture. There was live music from both Texas and artists from overseas and even a folk dance workshop for those who wanted to learn a style of dance from India. The culture still contains, after all these centuries, a lot that is Indian. And so our, our link with the country of our origin is very important to us, and this brings it together. No word yet on when and where the next festival will be held. Well, in the spirit of Easter Sunday, Sweet Eats Fruit Farm in Georgetown hosted an all-day Easter egg hunt beginning this morning. The hunt started at 9 this morning with one specifically geared toward kids with special needs. And then kids were able to hunt for Easter eggs until this evening. Also, an Easter Bunny visit. Well, a family struggle coming up as a new study shows a program meant to help some of the state's most vulnerable children is falling short. And stepping through the early days of Austin history, the downtown staple offering a glimpse into the past. 
A March study on Texas Medicaid revealed issues affecting access to care for some of the state's most vulnerable children. It's about the Texas Star Kids Program, which is Medicaid-managed care for children and adults under age 20 with disabilities. Monica Madden introduces us to One Star Family and the solutions they're hoping to see from lawmakers at the Capitol. He's severely challenged. He can't walk. He can't feed himself. He's totally dependent on me or his other caregivers. Cheryl Lingenfelter's son has severe disabilities after an anoxic brain injury when he was younger. Now he requires around-the-clock care covered under the Texas Star Kids program. Finding a good medical support team has been, you know, crucial and keeping him alive. But finding that care is a challenge for their family. A study commissioned by a group called Protect Texas Fragile Kids found severe gaps in coverage, excessive wait times for care, and limited providers. Star Kids is a Medicaid program, but you're limited on the insurance companies that you can use. I have a choice of just going anywhere who accepts Medicaid. I have to find a place that accepts an insurance companies. Because of how the program operates, Lingenfelter has struggled with finding care that's covered. When you have a medically fragile child, it's really difficult to find a really good team. And so managed care, uh, doing the best that it can, has not proved to be the best mechanism as far as connecting these kids with the resources that they need and their families. Lawmakers like Representative Tom Oliverson are looking for solutions. If we're going to say that we believe that every life is valuable, then we need to be willing to put our money where our mouth is. His bill would help ensure patients have continuity of care and establish a review system if the families are denied that care, which would help those like the Lingenfelters. That's the biggest stressor, I think, is not having access to what is needed. Monica Madden, KXAN News. The nonprofit group Protect Fragile Texas Kids is also calling on lawmakers to increase rates for private and in-home nurses who serve this population to help address staffing shortages. Well, just 60s yesterday, but hey, mid-70s for highs today in Austin. 74 officially, still shy of where we should be this time of year, which is 79. We do have some warmer temperatures coming, though, and also more sunshine. We'll leave you with a look at Lano, where we actually have a decent amount of sun mixing with the clouds. We'll show you some sunnier days ahead, but also the chance for some showers and storms for your Monday in first warning weather. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. The Driscoll Hotel, an icon of downtown Austin, has officially opened its guided history tour to the public. Guests will be led through decades of the 137-year-old hotel's history, taking you all the way back to the earliest years of Austin and learn all about the historic building's little-known stories, secrets, and oddities. The history tour originally launched last year, but it was only available for hotel guests until now. Non-guests can pay $10 for the tour. Tours kick off every day at 4 p.m. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. All right, some bright sky mixing in with the clouds from our Austonian weather camera. I know it was another day with not much sun, but certainly a little more than we had yesterday. And that was enough to get us into the 70s. Uh, still, the clouds are fighting the sunny breaks here as we head through uh, the 
we'll call it the early evening now. I do think we'll tend toward more of a partly cloudy sky for most of the rest of the evening, and then clouds will thicken up overnight. We're watching this area closely here, closer to the panhandle, a cluster of showers and storms that looked likely to drop south and southeastward as we head through the night. Now, notoriously, storms coming at us from the northwest can be a bit of a forecasting challenge, uh, but we have seen a general trend little bit wetter as we head through the day tomorrow. I'm going to show you two comparing computer models to show you a couple different potential outcomes for Monday. First of all, as we take you through the night, this particular model brings in a good cluster of storms pretty early in the morning into the hill country. There's 530 and even clipping the metro here mid to late morning before potentially a few more spotty showers and storms as we head into tomorrow afternoon and evening before things dry out. A completely different computer model, though, really doesn't bring in much in the way of wet weather for the morning at all. Maybe just a few spotty light showers into the hill country. But this one favors more in the way of storms in the afternoon and even into tomorrow evening. So one model favoring the morning storms, the other favoring the afternoon storms. And what I think is that if we get more in the way of wet weather in the morning, it's going to kind of cut back on the storm potential for the afternoon. How do I think tomorrow's going to go? Well, our forecast calls for a general favoring of storms later in the day, but there is still going to be the chance for at least some widely scattered showers and storms tomorrow morning before the storm chances rise to scattered here tomorrow afternoon and early evening. Still, it's a tricky forecast, and we're going to continue to get new computer information and up the forecast as we get a little better confidence hopefully by tomorrow. So increasing clouds tonight and the chance for some late night spotty showers and storms. And we'll go with scattered showers and storms here for tomorrow. About half of central Texas getting some measurable rain tomorrow and a high of 73. It is possible that any storms that do develop could contain some small hail. There's a lot of cold air to work with higher up in the atmosphere. Right now the Storm Prediction Center does not have any of central Texas at a severe weather threat here tomorrow, but it's certainly a possibility that at least some small hail could form. There's also going to be another chance for a few spotty showers and storms along and east of 35 on Tuesday, and then we get into a dry period until Friday. Friday and especially into Saturday, those rain chances go way back up again, uh, so plan ahead that the is the potential here for some wet weather as we head into next weekend. How much rain are we looking at over the next seven days? That includes Monday's decent rain chances and next Saturday's too. Well, a tenth to half an inch of rain with some higher amounts south and southeast of Austin. Of course, there could be some higher amounts wherever we get storms. Those localized spots that exceed the amounts of everywhere else. Certainly a possibility on any of these days where we feature storms that you could get a quick half inch or inch of rain. Look at our first warning weather seven day forecast. Then you see those lowering rain chances for Tuesday, 20% and generally favoring areas near and east of 35. More sun Wednesday, 77. Sunniest day looks to be Thursday. We're up to 80. And then late in the week, those rain and storm chances come back. Also more humidity too. 82 on Friday, 84 on Saturday with a 40% rain chance that drops down to 10% for Sunday. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. An all-important conference series victory on the line for the Texas baseball team today, and the Longhorns came to the dish ready to play. First two games were decided by the same score, 6-5. to five. Margin of victory will be a little higher today. Bottom of the first, one on second for Garrett Gilmet. Blast this one to center, and that would be ruled a home run right there. 2-0 uh, Longhorns. And then... Bottom of the second runners on the corners. Eric Kennedy doubles down the right field line. 
to make it. Four to one, Texas. Despite the score, David Pierce not happy about some things. He gets ejected in the fourth. So they got to play the rest of the game, obviously, without him. But nothing would stop the Texas train today. Bottom of the fourth, runners on second and third. Dylan Campbell hits it to left. That bounces over the wall for a ground rule double. Scoring two runs, making it 6-2 Texas. K-State bases load in the bottom of the ninth, 8-2. Cole Johnson grounds out. And with that, Texas secures the game and the series. Final score, 8-2. Nice bounce back day for the Horns. Uh, yeah, I mean, every day is a new opportunity, and obviously yesterday didn't turn out the way we wanted to, but uh, we, uh, we liked our chances today. We had a lot, a lot of pitchers available in the bullpen, and just overall, as our, in the, in the, uh, throughout our lineup, we just had a lot of confidence that we were going to get after it today. So an intriguing series next. Texas will head down to San Marcos tomorrow to face Texas State. That game is scheduled for 6 p.m. Then on Tuesday, the Bobcats will travel to Austin to face the Longhorns to complete the home-and-home -home series at 6.30. Austin FC knew it would be a challenge when they went to L.A., but they expected better out of themselves than what they got. Reaction from last night's loss when sports continues after this. Keep it here. Austin FC came up quite shy of grabbing a statement victory uh, against one of the top teams in MLS last night, who unsurprisingly are also the defending champs. LAFC, Austin FC fell victim to the magic of Denise Kuanga, who went off, putting up his second hat trick of the season. Kuanga scored goals in the 40th minute, the 58th minute, and the 68th minute. Austin FC was ne never able to find the back of the net, and the Verde and Black lose to drop to ninth place in the West 3-0. An opportunity to get a win over a quality opponent missed by Austin. We can't duck the 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 idea of um, it's an important match against the very best in the league. I think that's something we relish. You relish that opportunity. We had the same opportunities last year. We relished them. We took full advantage of them. Um, they are at home. There's been plenty of good teams in the last two, three, four that come here and 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 don't get results. Uh, I like the way that we were able to play and perform. We we had some things that we've been working on that I think um, were were quite strong. We have to be more goal threatening. All right, Major League Baseball Astros taking on the Twins today in Minnesota. Top of the third, Chaz McCormick. What a day for him. Hits this one opposite field to right. That one puts the Astros on the board. 2-0 after that home run. Then the top of the fifth, 2-1. Houston McCormick creating some separation as this single gets through to center. That scores two runs to make it 4-1. Astros win. 5-1 over Minnesota. The Rangers on the north side of Chicago to take on the Cubs this afternoon. Wrap up their series. Top of the second, Marcus Simeon with a two-run double to right after that. Yeah, that would score, as I said, two runs. 4-0 Rangers. Then in the top of the fourth, Bubba Thompson, he had a big-time day at the plate for the Rangers. Hits this one here. That bounces through to the left field corner, and that is going to score Travis Jankowski to make it 5-2 Rangers. Then Thompson, he had a triple on that one, gets an RBI triple on this one after it bounces into the gap, and that will put them up 6-2. Rangers tack on two more to win it 8-2. And right now, the Masters, Mike. Yeah. John Rahm, an Arizona State alum like myself, in first place right now. But Phil Mickelson, another Arizona State alum, <laughs> He's right near the top there of the leaderboard. A lot so. of Arizona State ASU representation. showing out of Augusta right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, congrats on that. <laughs> <laughs> now, where, how's your game been? It's terrible. <laughs> terrible, huh? <laughs> yeah, you didn't learn that the over there. <laughs> we'll be right back with a final look at your forecast. Stay with us. <laughs>
Well, Easter Sunday turned out good for the church gatherings yeah. and the uh, Easter egg hunts, but tomorrow uh, it's going to be a little dicey, a little more chance yes, of rain. some more potential for that, both in the morning and in the afternoon and evening. Certainly not a washout of a day, but be ready for some scattered showers and storms. Those spotty rain chances continue into Tuesday, and then we actually get into a drier, sunnier period until another round of rain. Right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you back here at 10 o'clock tonight. Have a great evening.